This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, July 17, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. President Obama has commuted the sentences of dozens of federal inmates convicted of drug charges, but he's making speeches that mass incarceration is a big problem. What the president is short on is answers, even though the president has broad latitude to both commute sentences and pardon convicts. Adam Bates is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. He comments. Well, probably the best thing we can say about it is uh, it's the president's highlighting that there is a problem here. It's a very public acknowledgement that there's a problem in the criminal justice system, that we have too many people in prison and that the people we have in prison are spending too much time there, especially the people who were convicted of of nonviolent offenses. Uh, But as you said, this is 46 out of uh, roughly 95,000 uh, federal prisoners on drug charges. Uh, so we still got a long way to go, but uh, this is a good signal from the president that, that there's a problem here. The president has the power to do a lot more of this, uh, to read the headlines. Yes, this is a, a, a large number of commutations to be given at once, but they're not pardons. And this president has been relatively stingy with pardons. So When we evaluate the powers of the president when it comes to uh, fixing individual cases of injustice in a criminal justice system, this seems pretty small. Yes, it's important to understand that under the Constitution, the president has what's called plenary power to pardon, uh, which means except in cases, cases of impeachment, he has authority to pardon federal prisoners uh, and nobody has the power to override his pardon. Uh, Barack Obama has been historically stingy when it comes to pardons and when it comes to commutations. Um, There's been some rumbling that it had to do with some personnel in the Department of Justice as far as working these petitions uh, through the process, Uh, but that's that's correct. Uh, The president could theoretically pardon every federal prisoner with the stroke of a pen. It's just up to him and what he's willing to take on politically that determines how willing he is to use this power. We hope that this is the first of many commutations, uh, but what would you recommend as being step two and step three for the president if he were to uh, want to demonstrate some seriousness on reducing the federal prison population, particularly those people who are were never convicted of anything violent. Uh, so yes, and it, it, historically, it's very common for uh, pardons and commutations to pick up toward the end of a president's second term uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, I think a great second step, uh, President Obama has already, at least rhetorically, highlighted the problem here, that there are too many nonviolent, uh, especially nonviolent drug offenders who are in federal prison for decades uh, and Surely there is something better that we could do with these people, uh, whether it's treatment programs or whether they should never have been arrested and convicted in the first place. Uh, So a great next step would be to drastically expand uh, the use of pardons and commutations for nonviolent drug offenders. Do you expect anything close to that before the end of this president's term? No, I'm (laughs) I'm not that optimistic about it, but but you never know. it's clear that he sees there's a problem here. He, he's hit on the issue repeatedly. It's just a, a question of whether the action is ever going to catch up uh, to the rhetoric. But it should be noted that uh, functionally, that's, this is what's already happening in states that have legalized marijuana, where the Obama administration uh, has basically said, we're going to deprioritize 
drug enforcement in these states as long as people are complying with state law. So theoretically, there are a lot of people in Colorado and Washington and other states that are in brazen violation of federal drug laws who are not being prosecuted basically on the grace of the federal government. And it is grace because any future president, future attorney general could say, well, that's not our policy anymore. That's correct. Uh, Chris Christie, I know off the top of my head, has already said that if he's elected president, uh, the DEA will be back in uh, states that have legalized marijuana to enforce uh, the Federal Controlled Substances Act. So, so yes, this is purely uh, executive fiat of the Obama administration and a uh, future president could, could overturn that policy overnight. The president has spent a lot of time in very recent days uh, talking and trying to identify very clearly what the problem is. The United States is, has the highest incarceration rate in the world. It's incarcerates so many, such a higher percentage of the population of the next dozen or more countries combined. These commutations, as you note, are the absolute back end of reform. The commutation slash pardon, that is the Hail Mary last ditch effort for uh, a, a prisoner. Uh, all of his reforms that he's advocating seem to be on the back end, how we can shorten sentences, how we can reform mandatory minimums. But what we're not hearing a lot of is uh, advocacy for what we should do on the front end, which is keeping people from going to prison in the first place. Uh, in his entire speech to the NAACP this week, uh, he didn't advocate the repeal of any crimes, uh, the repeal of any laws, the, the kind of end of the drug war that we would expect uh, if we really want to take a chunk out of uh, the incarceration rate in America. We should, as you say, forgive the president for not having a specific solution to deal with the mass of mass incarceration because almost all that is at the state level. But uh, so there are state reforms that, that need to be offered. But what's moving at the federal level? There are some reforms at the federal level. But again, these, these focus on, on the back end. Uh, there is an effort to uh, make this uh, crack versus powder cocaine uh, reform retroactive to apply to people who've already been convicted. Uh, there are multiple uh, bills about dealing with uh, prison conditions, with solitary confinement, with reforms to mandatory minimums. But still, there's very little uh, movement at the federal level as far as repealing the laws that are responsible for driving so many of these people uh, into prison in the first place. Adam Bates is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.